This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed. And hello from WQA Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is podcast number 12. In this edition, we'll be joined by former WQA President Richard Mest. We'll talk about the industry and new research being funded through the Water Quality Research Foundation. I really believe the next innovation wave is going to come from outside. And the new grant program makes us a little more progressive in reaching out to that community. Later, we'll have a regulatory update looking at maximum contaminant levels. And we'll have this week's WQA tip. Up next, my conversation with former WQA President Richard Mest. And our guest for this podcast is Richard Mest, a longtime friend of WQA and the water treatment industry. Richard is president of Master Water Conditioning Corporation in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. And welcome, Mr. Mess. We appreciate your taking the time to join us on WQA Radio. Thanks, Wes. You were uh, visiting the offices here outside of Chicago. We thought, boy, we had to grab you for a few minutes. So great to, uh, great to talk to you. Tell us a little bit about your history with water. Yes, yeah, so I got involved in the business in 1978, and I've always loved water and chemistry. And uh, when I was a kid, I actually thought I'd become an oceanographer and realized that uh, that really wasn't going to be in my future. So my father-in-law owned Master Water Conditioning, and he asked me to get involved after I got out of college. And I took a chance and uh, never looked back and, you know, and blessed that it all got together. And Master Water Conditioning, for those who don't know, does what? Uh, we manufacture water treatment equipment from point of use to point of entry to industrial. Okay. And your involvement with WQA, how did that get going? Actually, it was through uh, product certification. So when uh, NSF Standard 44 was uh, being created, uh, WQA developed a task force and I became a member through that. So my first involvement with WQA was actually helping to write NSF Standard 44 with my industry peers. Very interesting. And you're also involved with WQRF, I understand, the Water Quality Research Foundation. Yeah, yes I am and very proud to say that I was honored to be selected as a board of director for WQRF. It's fantastic. What kinds of research are you interested in seeing the industry uh, look at in the coming years? Actually, I'm really excited about the new grant program because I, even though we have incredible expertise and skill set within our industry, I really believe the next innovation wave is going to come from outside. And the new grant program makes us a little more progressive in reaching out to that community and currently we're working on reaching out at the university level but you know there's a lot of science happening a lot of research happening and there will be some opportunities with that research that might just fall into the scope of how we can improve water quality for everyone on the planet and let's come back instead of looking ahead let's look at what's going on right now what are the big issues for you these days for water or for your business I think our biggest challenge right now is uh, having a 
focused voice. And that's where I think WQA excels because WQA is a landing zone of technology and product innovation and is a true voice or collection of voices from the water improvement industry, uh, not just in U.S., but we have global members as well, where we can have that concise message going out to the end user, regardless if it's a, a, a consumer for a home or a business or uh, a small community, but also at the regulator level to let them understand that we understand and that our goals are shared with them. Uh, we believe that uh, regulation is necessary when required, but over-regulating innovation you know, can be crippling sometimes. So I look at WQA as an incredible voice for all of that for us. Well, you mentioned regulation, so let's go there. What uh, concerns do you have right now as, as far as what's out there on the horizon as far as regulation or legislation? At this time, I, I think the unknown. So, as you know, in Washington, uh, they're still trying to develop uh, what their message will be. I think that WQA having the Get Park Group in Washington uh, is a game changer, was a game changer. Uh, we need to have a presence in D.C., but we also have to have a presence at every state level. And that's where I'm really excited because uh, WQA members are boots on the street and the action really happens back home. It doesn't happen in DC. So if you have that bookend approach where you incorporate the boots on the street locally and at the state level and, and you include a federal presence, I think it's a big win. So for me, it's letting the regulators understand what we do, understand the power that we bring, understand the vision that we share with them, and that if uh, they ever need help, WQA is a spot to come to. You're kind of already summing up this very, uh, or, or addressing this very question, but, but what is the value of WQA membership and what it's meant to you? You, you? As I say, you've been touching on some of these things, but if, mm -hmm. you could, if you could sum it up, what would it be for you? Well, it's simple, Wes. I wouldn't be here without it. Um, when I look at what I know and what I've learned and the goggles that I'm afforded, it's because of WQA. You can't go, uh, personally, I can't go anywhere to get the information and the networking that I get here. It's given me the ability to develop product that I never knew I had to develop. It's given me peer-to-peer uh, -peer opportunities where I network with people that I can't afford to even meet. So you'd be surprised how just rubbing elbows with certain people in a hallway can be business life changing. So to me, uh, WQA is why I'm here and I really appreciate it. And we have a big convention coming up in Orlando. And if somebody is wondering whether to attend, what would you tell them? I think it's the only place you can go in a three day period and rub elbows with game changers in your industry. Again, just the, the networking opportunity that, that, that you get there and I find that for, for me, and, and I think for others too, it, it's an opportunity to, to measure what you're doing versus others. Sure. You know, and it, and it makes you understand you're not an island out there and people are sharing the same concerns and maybe the same vision too. And uh, I've never met anyone that came to WQA convention and didn't leave with something rewarding. You've summed up the theme of this year's convention very well, connect. Yeah, absolutely, to connect. connect. 
So we're glad to do that. Glad to have you on the program. Thank you for doing this. Thank you, Wes. Richard Mest is a, a longtime friend of the Water Quality Association from Pennsylvania, from Master Water Conditioning Corporation, and joining us on WQA Radio. All right, Kathleen Foltz, WQA Regulatory and Government Affairs Coordinator, joins us again to talk about regulatory issues. And this regulatory update deals with maximum, tell me, the MCL. Maximum contaminant levels. Yeah, so it's also referred to as the MCLs. That's right. the acronym for it. Other people will call it an action level. Okay. On the federal side uh, the, in the United States, the EPA is responsible for selecting the contaminants uh, that are going to be brought through the agency's process to determine the maximum contaminant level. And once that level is set, then the public water systems will have to comply and make sure that treatment's in place. And then if detected, it triggers, uh, if, if it's detected above that action level, it triggers further action, including public notification. And with, when the federal EPA is not, is not the only uh, regulatory agency that can create MCLs. So states can also create their own. States can amend MCLs from the federal level to make them more stringent, or they can create their own for otherwise unregulated contaminants. We see this in California with their state MCL of chromium-6, which is not regulated federally, but is in California. So do we have some legislation on this matter? We do. So with the heightened attention on lead, Michigan and Virginia have introduced legislation at the state level, and they're establishing a maximum contaminant level for lead that will be, that will be amending the 15 parts per billion at the federal level the, both these states want to bring it down to 10 parts per billion beginning January 1st of 2018, and then they want to drop it down again to 5 parts per billion beginning in 2022. And so that's just another example of the states making the requirements more stringent than the federal policy that's already in place today. Uh, additionally, both states and their legislation, they put in a line saying that the regulatory agency that's going to be in charge of these MCLs will have the power to establish even lower maximum contaminant levels or other regulations to bring it down. What this does is it helps the public be aware of the health risks when there's a maximum contaminant level that's been cited by the EPA. And so for our side of the industry, it definitely helps us show that we have a solution to the problem when you find lead in your home, that there is treatment available, as well as other contaminants that uh, fall under these categories. All right, Kathleen, thank you very much. That's Kathleen Fultz, our Regulatory and Government Affairs Coordinator at WQA. This week's WQA tip, we have a new video on getting started with the WQA Modular Education Program. So if you're considering getting certified, and of course you should, you'll want to watch this brief video to find out what's involved and how to get started right away. Go to wqa.org MEP. The 2017 WQA Convention and Exposition is right around the corner and you need to get signed up and registered soon. The convention will be held in Orlando from March 28th through the 31st. 
Get all the details about registration and housing at wqa.org convention. And by the way, renew your membership now to get the member rate for the convention. Just go to wqa.org membership. And don't forget the WQA Career Center, the water industry source for top talent. Post a job, post a resume, and make a splash. That's the WQA Career Center. Check it out. And be sure to pass along a link to this podcast to a friend or colleague. Thanks so much. Until next time, this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. You've been listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, find certified products and water treatment providers, and find out how you can become a member, all at wqa.org. Thanks for listening.